Assalamu alaikum everyone. I hope you're all in the best of health and iman, inshallah. And I hope you're all having a really lovely Ramadan too, inshallah. So in today's episode, I'm it's going to be quite a short episode, I think. But honestly, it's something that I wanted to share with you girls because I have so many people asking me about du'as and how to form du'as. And I'm not an expert, like I genuinely don't know. But there is a certain method that I, ha- I have been following. Like ever since when I went to Umrah, like somebody actually taught me this. And I started kind of, you know, embedding it into my du'as and kind of changing the styles of how I do my du'as to Allah and I thought I'd like it'd be amazing to kind of just share this with you girls as well so let's get started so first of all um, it's really important that to understand and I just want to say this beforehand I'm no scholar or anything like that like I'm not any professional um, again please do your own research but I know for a fact that doesn't matter how you make your du'as a du'a is a du'a and like if Allah has destined for you to have your du'a accepted in the way you want it to be accepted then obviously that's Allah's plan but Allah does not leave any du'as unanswered so you have to remember that you know when you are doing du'a to Allah you have to remember that your du'as might not be answered immediately like you need to trust in Allah's plan but foremost his timing of that plan for you as well and with that du'a it has to be sincere you need to be sincere to Allah like if you really want something Allah will guide you to make du'a for it and when you make du'a for it then that goes to show to Allah that is something that you actually want so it's important to understand that your du'as when you want it and that you're sincere for it and you trust in Allah's timing you know your du'as could be answered the next day or next year or it could be answered in the hereafter but another way to kind of view um this whole aspect of du'a is that your du'a whatever you made du'a for if it's not best for you Allah will replace it with something better something that you didn't imagine Allah might answer your du'a in a way where he sends blessings in your life where you might not actually realize that that blessing has come from you simply making du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so let's go on to how I structure my du'as. Honestly, for me personally, it has worked so much, subhanAllah. Like, I'm so grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But obviously, I just want to say again, any way of you doing du'a, you know, every type of way of you doing du'a to Allah is acceptable. But this is just the way that I've kind of been doing and I just feel like it's more meaningful to me. So that's just a quick disclaimer before I start. But I actually saw this, so somebody actually told me this on my trip to Umrah, this lovely sister, I don't know where she is in the world, Um, I think she was Turkish, I'm not entirely sure she was from Turkey, but she was so lovely, she actually told me this, and because I remember I was making du'a, and she was watching me, and she actually told me this as well, and then recently I actually found it come up, not her, but I found a video that came up on my Instagram to do with this exact same method of forming a du'a. So I'm just going to quickly kind of explain it, but also add in my um, kind of input as well that has helped me massively. Okay, so this type of way is called the sandwich method. Um, Obviously, you can call it that, but that's just how it came up on my Instagram. But so this is how you're meant to do it. So number one, when it comes to making your du'a to Allah is glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, one of my biggest goals in Ramadan is to reflect on the 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but not only that, understand the meanings and also memorize them. You know, there's a hadith narrated by Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam, and he said, you know, there are 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala apart from one, which is obviously Allah. And he said that whoever memorizes and uses the names of, all, you know, all 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is guaranteed paradise. So I 
was like, you know what, that's just another incentive to kind of stay motivated and actually memorize all 99 names because I want to go to Jannah. And I know all of us listening to this podcast, you know, we all have that intention of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and getting to Jannah, inshallah. So, Number one, like I said, glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the best way to do this is memorizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name. So for example, if you are expecting a certain provision to come down to you, you know, you will put your hand together and you will use one of Allah's names, which is Al-Razak. Al-Razak means the provider. So you will call out to Allah using his names. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even mentions in the Quran, it's even specified in the Quran that, you know, his names are beautiful. So we need to use these beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and implement it into our daily routines as well so in your dua you know call out to Allah using his name so for example if you want something and you you're expecting a certain provision you're going to say Allah Razak the provider or for example if you are you know really requesting for Allah's mercy and Allah's compassion then you're going to call out to Allah as Al-Rahman Al-Rahim or you know for example if you have faced with injustice okay whether that's small injustice or for example you're telling the truth and somebody was accusing you you know call out to Allah and say Al-Adl the most just Al-Masqid Al-Muqsid sorry the equity so it's really important to um kind of remember that obviously Allah's names are perfect attributes to what we could want in our du'as so anything that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for there is a name for it you know um so it's really important that you kind of remind yourself of that so glorify Allah use his names praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know in salah the way we praise Allah in our salah is so beautiful you know let's do the same in our du'as second one is to send salawat to prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam So among the highest and most blessed and rewarding practices in Islam is the invocation and supplication of divine blessings upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now these divine blessings are called salawat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself sends salawat and salam which means greetings of peace upon Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam and in doing so bestows his blessings upon him. As Allah's creation and in following in his command the angels send salawat and salam upon the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam as do we as Muslims to show our creator a love and respect for our beautiful prophet our beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a token of his mercy to all mankind and it's also stated in the holy quran that we have sent you not only not but as a mercy to all the worlds and that is you know found in surah anbiya and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Quran surely Allah and his angels send blessings on the holy prophet o you who believe send blessings meaning salawat and salutations salams on the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam with worthy salutation and that's that comes up that ayah comes up in surah al-asab um and also through the blessings of salawat and salam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most beneficent the most merciful forgives us Muslims for our sins and increases our status in this world and the hereafter reciting salawat for our beloved you know on our beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam is a sure means of securing Allah's blessings for peace prosperity and favors of you know great and small alike and you also have to remember the recital of the salawat is not only just blessed with the benefits of this world but also utmost gain in the next world but more importantly it increases our love for our beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu wasallam so again 
remember to always just you know send your salawat upon our beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu wasallam give your salams so that is the second layer of our sandwich dua um, and number three so the meaty bit that is your dua so that's number three so number three is now reciting your dua so when obviously you are saying your dua to allah you can say it in any language whatever language you speak in you know you can say your dua with that and even you have also have to remember dua can also come from the heart if your mouth can't speak you have to remember allah is the allah listens right so allah listens so allah knows exactly what your heart desires allah knows us allah knows what is concealed in our hearts there are so many eyes in the quran so many surahs that talk about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing what the hearts conceal so allah can hear us in our hearts even when our mouths can't speak it even when our eyes are filled with tears and we're unable to speak allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens to our heart and what's actually in our hearts and he hears our minds also remember to be sincere don't just make a generic dua a lot of people when they make dua they kind of think they, they want they basically want what they assume to be impossible but you have to remember this is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is not like us you know he is not human like us you have to remember allah can make the impossible whatever you think that is impossible possible to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything is possible so ask allah for that whatever you want you know don't shy away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows what we reveal and what we conceal number four again send our salutations upon prophet muhammad sallallahu wasallam and number five glorify allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again so wrap your dua by praising allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and even when we're you know performing our salahs we always talk about you know in when when we are performing our salahs is that allah listens to those who praise him so praise allah by using his names call out to allah by using allah's names okay so that is actually the episode for today it was really nice and short but I really wanted to share this because I've been reflecting upon this a lot and it's actually just changed the game for my du'as I feel like because I feel like it's more meaningful and I just feel like I'm acknowledging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more and appreciating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more you know and recognizing even though we are Muslims and we recognize Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam as the last and final you know messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but it's like it's important to keep it into a routine where we are acknowledging our beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu wasallam and acknowledging the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that's what's you know worked for me so please do tell me like if that you know type of way of forming dua works for you again i just want to reiterate doesn't matter how you make dua like any dua is accepted allah doesn't leave a dua unaccepted it can come as a form of a different blessing that you might not expect it can come today tomorrow or it could be a dua that gets answered in the hereafter so again thank you so much to all of you for listening alhamdulillah i really appreciate all of, all the love and support this ramadan and i will see you in the next episode inshallah take care and assalamu alaikum